new day, a day that the Lord has made for us, a day that we will never ever see again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We come this morning to give God the praise. We come this morning to lift up our son. Yes, sir. His son, Jesus Christ. Yes, sir. He said, if he be lifted up, that he will draw all men. All men. All men. So here we are this morning. Yes, sir.
some heavenly power. Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord, we come now because you said that we could come. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Lord, we come near this body now. Yes, yes. Leaning and dependent on your Nobody but you, Father. Lord God, you've been so good. So good, Father. Lord, you've been so kind. Your blessings have been so numerous. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, God, we just stop by the change. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Lord, I know, Heavenly Father, that we have so much to thank you for. Yes, 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 we do. Lord, you brought us from a mighty, mighty Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Looking around all the hurt, harm, and danger, Lord, from the other day. Yes. We just want to thank you. Thank you, you're taking us too right now. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you this morning. Thank you for the many blessings, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Knowing that you got all power in your hands, Lord. Knowing that you can destroy, but Lord God, we come believing that you will defend. Yes, yes, yes. How much is this morning? Thank you, Lord. Lay your hands on the floor. Right now. Touch it one by one, Lord. Name my name and house my house. Knowing that you got all power in your hand. And that you can do everything what we Oh, yes. Lord God, have your way in the life of your children. Bless the shepherd, Lord God, that you raised over this flock. Give him a word, Lord. Give him a right word. Right now, Father. Right now. Lord, we need to hear from you this morning. Just one word from you, Lord, and everything will be all right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Yes, your mercy yes, and your yes, grace. yes. Thank you, Lord, for going before yes. and making the crooked way straight. Yes. Lord God, have your way. Let your will be done. Lord, Lord God, let you go. All power. All power. Power is in your hand. Your hand. And you can do everything but fail. Lord God, we thank you for your sunshine, Lord, and your rain. Thank you for your food and your shelter. Lord, when we was down, you would run down to pick us up, Lord. You placed our feet on a solid rock. We were clapping in our hands, Lord. Yes. For thanksgiving on our lips.
bringing into our praise. Thank you, Lord. And we got a lot to praise God for. Yes, Lord. And we have a lot to be
that's why we give him all the thanks, all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory is due unto him. Stand to your feet now for the doxology. Nor heights, nor depth, 
nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. Remain standing at this time. Reverend Cook will be coming to your front for our family prayer. Amen, church. Amen. Amen again. Amen. This is another day that the Lord has made. Yes. His word declared that we ought to rejoice and be glad in it. Yes. Amen. It's a good thing that God, he didn't have to do it. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. He didn't have to do it, but he uh, uh, did it in it. Yes. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lord God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord God, this is New Jerusalem, Lord God, that's calling out to you, Lord God. Lord God, we just want to say thank you for all you've done, Lord God, and all you're doing. Thank you for the things you haven't done, Lord God, because you could have wiped us out a long time ago. But you spared our life, Lord God, to live and see another day, to breathe, to taste, to hear, to see. Lord God, we just want to say thank you, Lord Thank you for the angel of this house, Lord God. That you have placed in our lives, Lord God, to guide us, to lead us, Lord God. But we won't stray away, Lord God. But stay in your word, Lord God. Continue to bless him and his family, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Give him the knowledge of knowing your word. The desire of doing your will. And the ability and ego of achieving the blessing that you have set for this church and for him. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for the leaders, Lord God. Let them lead the way. Let them lead the right way, Lord God. In the name of your son, yes. Jesus Christ. Lord God, we just want to say thank you for the members. Lord God, thank you for every each and every last one. Lord God, we always say, go out to the hospital, which we know that you are there. Lord God, the schoolhouses, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we ask you to go to the jails, Lord God. Lord God, and help those brothers and sisters that's in there. Creating them a clean heart. Renewing them a right spirit. Lord God, work on them, Lord God, and work on us. Lord God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Lord God, I pray for brother, uh, Sister Gill, Lord God. She asked me to put a prayer in. Heal her, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Lord God, we just want to say thank you. And any of those that I can't call a name that ask for prayer through some of y'all, we pray for. Go to their homes, Lord God. Touch them with a finger, Lord God. Touch them with a finger of your healing power. Because we know you're able. In Jesus' name. We pray. Amen. Amen.
continue, continue to do what you're doing, you must stay faithful in these last and evil days. Amen? Yeah. Amen. Amen. It is offering time. Yeah. Bible says, tithes and storehouses and meet in my house. Said, Who in our child God? See that I open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot receive. Yeah. And we know that God is a blessing God. We know that we're going to follow the dictates of his word. And we know that if we just give God his, he'll take care of the rest for us. Amen? Amen. We're going to walk by faith, not by sight. I'm not saying you have all that you need to have. I'm not saying that every bill is paid. I'm not saying that. I know that. I know that. I'm a living witness. But guess what? I know that God will make a way. Amen? He made the way he worked it out for us. We're going to walk by faith, like I say, call things that are not as if they are. Amen? Amen. And then if everything's going super with you, amen to God for that. Yeah. Guess what? You're still going to be faithful even though everything's going good with you. Amen? Amen. amen. Let me bless this off in advance. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for the opportunity to serve, start and set aside to give back to you that you have blessed your children with. Father God, you know each and every one of us personally. you got an intimate relationship with us. You know where we are and what we're going through. Father God, you have not forgotten about it. That's why we're going to walk by faith, not by sight. I say again, oh Father God, come against the spirit of poverty and failure in the lives of your people. Father God, right now, bless the heads of those households. Bless those that provide for their family. Father God, you know it's such a time like this we're living in. But Father God, you are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. Yes. So Father, provide for your people. Yes. And actually provide for ourselves, oh Father yes. God. But so we, we can be a little witness and we can be a blessing to your kingdom. Do that, Father God. Father God, bless New Jerusalem right now, the largest territory, both spiritually, financially right now. Father God, and the people that are, people that are attached and trying to serve you through it. Father God, bless it right now. Lord, your territory right now. Bless our quiet our coast right now in the name of Jesus. Let this often be used for the betterment and upbuilding of your kingdom. And when given days are over, Father God, send to place. Anywhere your kingdom will be just all right with us. And all who love the Lord say, Amen. Amen. Children, stand for the back. Come for the back.
Our Father who art in heaven, we acknowledge that you have blessed us far beyond what we deserve. We acknowledge that our being here today is not because of our being so faithful, but you've given us grace, even more than grace, you've given us mercy because you've held back some things that we deserve, as well as given us things through grace that are there to favor. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for allowing us to be in the house of prayer once again. We come before you transparent, recognizing that you know the thoughts and even the intents of our hearts. We come transparent, asking for your forgiveness for all of our transgressions, those of omission and commission. We speak we pray a special prayer today for this congregation, beginning with our shepherd. Anoint him afresh. Allow him to bring forth your word and touch each of our ears and our hearts in particular. Prepare us for your divine word. Help us to strive to be more faithful and yes. to be real in accordance with your will and your purpose. Promote healing in our bodies, minds, and souls. We ask for a particular blessing for the pastor and all of the leadership. But right now, oh God, we ask once again that you would prepare our minds and our hearts for your divine word. That we would strive to be more faithful. That we would strive to adhere to your word. That we would strive to be an example that others might be drawn to you by watching us. Particularly our shepherd, oh God. Strengthen him and enable him where he is weak to be built up. Enable him where he does not know to give him a new word. Yes, yes. Help us, O oh Lord, to recognize the many blessings that you've given us. Help us to recognize the fact that it is a blessing to be a part of your church. And this church in particular. Keep us, guide us, help us to be that light to those in darkness. Keep us, guide us, lead us to that way of everlasting. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
unto the residue of the elders, that's the leaders, which were carried away captives, and to the priests, and to the prophets, and to all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. Verse 4. Thus said the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Jeremiah reading his letter to the leadership in Israel. God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon, build ye houses and dwell in them, and plant gardens and eat the fruit of them. Take ye wives and begat sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons, and give your daughters to husbands that they may be sons and daughters, that ye may be increased there and not diminished. And seek the peace of the city, whither I have caused, where, where, whither I have caused you to be carried away captive, and pray unto the Lord for it. For in the peace thereof shall ye have peace. For thus said the Lord of hosts, God of Israel, let not your prophets and your divinities be in the midst of you, to see you neither hearken to your dreams, which ye caused to be dreamed. For they prophesied falsely unto you in my name. I have not sent them unto you. For thus said the Lord, that after seventy years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you in causing you to return to this place. Here we go, here's the word. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil to give you an expected end. Can I read it again? For I know the thoughts, people of God, that the Lord has towards us, said the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. Hmm. I just want to talk a little bit with us this morning before we go. God's mind on us. Take your seats in the presence of the Lord. God's mind on us. Thank you, Lord. This particular word here, this, this letter that Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah is giving to the children of Israel, comes at a time when they have been carried captive away into Babylon. Yes, Israel was disobedient and they got carried into captivity. But in spite of all that, we see a merciful and graceful God working in the lives of his people. Even though we do not do what he asks us to do, God is still faithful to being our God. He said, I got to show you that I'm still God. I got to show you that what you did was wrong, but I have not forgotten about you. I don't care what you have to go through. I don't care what you're in right now. I want you to be thankful in the midst of what you're going through. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying to you? God said, I don't care what you're going through. It might seem like a long time. It seems like you're not going through. It might seem like you're not going to come out of it. And it might seem like, like if it isn't one thing, it's another. God wants you to know who Jerusalem. He said, that's all right. He said, he said many are the afflictions of the righteous. But God delivered us from them all. As I go down to the text, I was reading the text in here. He says here, round about mm, verse 8, he said in verse 9, he talks about the prophets and the divinities. You do what I want to tell you. I've talked to many of you. Be careful who you let prophesy to you and pray over you. 
Because they're not based on the word of God. They're just going through stuff, going through the motions because they think that prophet is this and apostle is this and all that. No. God can talk to you himself. Are y'all hearing me? God can talk to you himself. Not only can God talk to himself, if God told them, he will tell you too. Don't let's get it twisted. I hear God just, you remember what I, I we, we, can I have some Bible readers here? When Jesus died on the cross, y'all with me? The veil and the temple were rent in two. Why? Because I no longer now need a prophet, the priest, to go in and make intercession for me. That means now I can have a personal relationship with my God and I get in relationship with Him and I take time and set aside my wicked ways and I slow down so God can speak to me, He will speak to me. I may not get it as quick as He wants me to get it, but He will get the message on towards me. Y'all ain't hear me, I'm in the book. He will also confirm it with two or three witnesses. That means if you got the word and you doubt it a little bit, he's going to keep on keep on very validifying and clarifying it in just a little heartbeat. So now here we go. I mean, we we know what God has asked us to do. We have decided to stand up and be his leaders and his ministry. And as soon as we do that, we help break loose. You think it's by coincidence? Come on, look at it. Paul said, every time I try to do good, evil is always present. Yeah. And guess what? Devil, he knows our resume. I'm not trying to give him credit because he don't have, he got some power, but he ain't got all power. God got all power. He super rules. Y'all heard me? Yeah. He rules all other all other entities. They bow down to him. God showed us that in Egypt land, when Pharaohs and, and Egyptians had all the a God for everything. Every plague God got, he diminished their little gods. God said, I super rule. God says, Thus do Jerusalem. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. My plans are to prosper you and not to harm you. You may feel like, well, what's up, God? No. Plans to give you hope and a future. Right? Which is why Prophet Jeremiah said, I know your hope is diminished. Because you, I don't care how super you are, I don't care how big your Bible are, how big the cross around your neck, it's time to stuff having your life because your faith gets challenged. Your faith gets challenged. You begin to say, what, God? What's up with this, God? Jeremiah said, God, let me tell you, you God, I'm here to give you a hope and a future. And an expected end. What's the expect? Expected means that something that I know will happen that was told me will happen. The Bible says in the book of Romans that all things will work together for my good. According to those who are called according to God's purpose. No weapon formed against us will prosper. He didn't say it wouldn't be formed. He said, well, it will not prosper. So all that stuff that's going on in your life, you say, okay, what, what, what you need to start saying, don't say, what God was, we know, no, we're not going to have a pity party. No, we're going to worship and praise God in the midst of our mess. 
I'm past that. I'm, I, I, don't, I don't moan and cry no more. No, because I still got to go through the class. So what I do, I start trying to find a way to praise God while I'm going through what I'm going through. Because guess what? Devil, you can, you can make me be broke, busted, disgusted, and I'm my last dime and my last hope and will. Guess then I'm going to say to you, what now? I, you, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no body. Ain't nothing working right. I say, what now, devil? What you going to take now? I'm going to do just like Job said, Sister Thomas. He said, Job said, naked I came into the world. And make it, I leave out of the world. The Lord give it, and the Lord take it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How can we call ourselves? How can we have the audacity to just thank our God when everything is going right? He's the same God that's blessed us. He's still our God when everything ain't going right. Matter of fact, I need to be more and more, more God for me when I'm health breaking loose in my life. What does God think of me? I want to let you know, his mind is only one way when it comes to us. Somewhere I read the Bible, it told me that I'm the apple of his eye. Yeah. Yeah. This word, this, this word comes to us as an interrogative, and it says, what does God think of me? Maybe you this morning, new rules, you're here because, beloved, nobody has said nothing good to you all week. All week long, nobody has said nothing good to us. They ain't saying nothing good for our whole life. They always got some bad to say, even when we do good, they only see the bad stuff we do. We're not tall enough, too fat, too dark, too light. If we listen to stuff, we can cook long enough. I'm telling y'all, get the people with garbage, get the garbage dumpers out of your life. You allow them to let you let you be their spiritual dumping cat. It'll get into your bloodstream, but most worst of all, it'll get into your spiritual bloodstream. Yeah. And you will start to act out yeah. according to what people declare you are not. They will put you in a classification or category. They will make up their mind that you will never be able to get out from under what you're going through. Well, you said you was going to do better, and guess what? You turn right around and do worse. Every time you tell somebody you're going to do better, you turn around and do worse. Can I get your hint? Don't tell them you're going to do better. Let them mind their own house, their own business. But guess what? If we check them out and get into their house, we just don't know what's going on with them right now. So we get into their house, their house more raggedy, and their life more screwed up than yours. I mean, that's what God thinks of us. I'm not going to act out. I'm not going to become what you think I am going I am because you're based on what you, what you see. And, and, and based on our history, if anyone should come to church more, more than anybody else, it should be us people of African descent. We got more to thank God for than anybody around here. If it had not been for the Lord on our side, where would we be right now? Where will we be? We'll be messed up, y'all. I'm going to let you know that God told me to tell you, encourage yourself in the Lord. David, come up here and let's testify. David told me to tell you, he said, when I came back from Ziklag, and I came back, he said, uh, the, the, the enemy had attacked the church, took, the, took our wives and our children captive and burned the city to the ground. But David said, then, 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 then the men and the leaders that were with David, they wanted to attack David. They, he, 
He wanted to blame him because of what happened. David said, I'm stuck by myself. So guess what? I, I, David said, I want to encourage myself in the Lord. David got to get that ass. They bring me my ephod and, and my, my, my preaching suit. Because sometimes you need to know, you, you can't. I'm not with you at midnight or one o'clock and going hell break loose. You need to know how to preach yourself. Yes, yes. I didn't find Daniel Jerusalem. So you need to remember one little thing I said and make a make a sermon out of one word. You don't need another whole message. Just make a sermon out of one word. And if you can't remember how to preach yourself, talk to your daddy. Say, Daddy, you said, you said that you never leave it on for safety. You said that you will fight my back. You said. You said, Daddy, that you will work all things together for my good. You told me, Daddy, that you'll be a battle axe in the time of the battle. You told me that you'll be a friend that's sticking closer than a brother. So I'm saying that. And now, well, Pastor, I, I know that word. Are you sure? But that's why I'm going to let you know how sure I am about it. Alright. Let me tell you how God mind works when it comes to us. God told Told, told, told us and told Jeremiah, he said, he said, before you were born, Jeremiah, I formed you and shaped you in your mother's womb. Y'all hearing it? Yes. I knew you in your mother's womb. God had already had plans for our life while we was being formed in our mother's womb. I'm not saying when your hands is looking like that. He said, when you were being formed, I knew you. Because God knows me, because the God's knowledge of me, has knowledge of me. His knowledge of me, as I study this word, his knowledge of me is individual. Uh -huh. He ain't bunching me in with Reverend Cook. He bunched Reverend Clark in with Reverend Clark. He's just that kind of God. He's a multifaceted, multiplicit, multiplexed God. He can do more than one thing at once. Oh, y'all hear me. He can control the calamity in Russia and control hell and break loose on the streets of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. He just got it like that. You know why? Because he's the author and the finisher of it. Time bows down to him. Oh, because his knowledge is individual? Let me tell you. But Amazon, let me help you. He thinks about me individually. Nobody told us, somebody didn't tell us that we were great, but we are. Let me count individual you are. You got your own set of fingerprints. Right, right, right. And I know we got a few twins in the house. Y'all might be identical twins, but y'all don't have the same fingerprint. Hello. God thinks about you individually. Got your own eyelashes, your own eye color, your own skin tone, your own texture of your skin, the size of your nose, your height, your weight, all was planned by God. Before you were even conceived, and if God, God knew me as an individual before I was conceived. Don't let anyone mask or mar anything that God has made in you. He knew your temperament. He knew that what would make you angry. He knew what would make you smile. He knew the color of your hair before you colored it. God made your skin color. He knew your eyes color before you put those before you put those color contacts in there. All right. Glory to God. Are y'all with me? 
God knows individually. They might want this, this this country we live in might not think well, well we were all human and that we were less than a human. They considered us nothing. Even our very own constitution, they considered us three fifths of a human being. But what does God think about us? Our forefathers, they did so many things. They praised God and they don't didn't even have a fifth of what we have. But then you had to come to church and praise God. And let me tell you what, even though Jojo got whipped by the master, like yesterday, Jojo was in church after he got his whipping and lashes on his back. When I have people call me, just tell me, you want to call Pastor Pastor, you come to church, you got a cold. Really, you don't. Why am I going to upset you, you don't come, you got a cold? Did you go to work yesterday? But you're cold? I'm just keeping it real. Stop making excuses for being committed to God. All the stuff we go through, all the stuff we gotta go through, we don't have nothing to go through like some people before us had to go through. God said, I know the plans that I have for you. They're individual plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. He knows us as an individual. You don't have to talk like anybody else. You don't have to act like anybody else. You don't have to dress like nobody else. You don't have to let anybody bury the light of your potential under the bushel of their expectation. Because you are somebody. I don't care how much you think you fail or you who, who say you fail. You fall down, you get back up and keep moving. Are y'all hearing me? God does not think of any less of us, but we made a mistake, and then we came to our senses and said we will not do it again. But we keep trying. God knows your heart. You can fool all of us, but God knows your heart. Are y'all with me? I'm talking about how his mind is on. His mind is on because he wants to give me a future and a hope. I don't have to be what people expect me to be or act like how people expect me to become because God knows me as an individual. I don't have to stop being an individual. God wants me to be. I owe God my individual praise. Amen. You can ask tell me why I praise God. Now, since y'all know, I don't know if y'all got that, let me make this a little bit more applicable and plain to you. I'm going to pick on Sister Amy Thomas. Can I do that for me? Sure can. Sure can. You can't tell me a person that hasn't had stage four cancer has not went through chemo and the effects of severe intense chemo and then God brought them out of that. That a person all they're worried about is that the boss will put their check right today. You can't measure up their praise with Sister Amy Thomas' praise. Because after you've been through what she's been through, then you will understand why she will come to church if the wind about to blow down the cars over. She's coming to the church.
like he did Abraham, I'll put you to the test. And then when you go through some stuff and you see that even when it looked like there was no hope and you was in the dark and you couldn't even see the light at the end of the tunnel, they tell you, well, guess what? Your darkest time is before your breakthrough. But guess what? Why are you suffering in pain and going through chemo and doing whatever you got to do or whatever punishments you're going through with you on your job, whatever you got to go through. You ain't thinking about the light at the end of the tunnel. You just trying to get out of the darkness. God's telling Israel, you in here. I know your prophets have been prophesying over you. I didn't stand there. Watch you, you got prophesying and praying over you. Everybody's not called to prophesy and pray over you. That's why you got to get. You, 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 you so spiritual. You need to get into somebody's church and get under some correct covering. And let the right person that's know the word of God. God holding us accountable. You got to know what you're saying to make sure you give God's people the right thing. Yes, right. Yes, right. Even though I'm pastor, I, I'm, I'm gonna ask still, I still got God, but I'm, I got still got somebody over me. I'm answering to. I'm still submitting myself to some covering. Yes. Hello. All right. You don't want nobody to tell you nothing. How God gonna teach you? Realize that God knows us individually. Don't let anyone snuff out our potential because you're going to go through some stuff. Yeah. You will be what God created you to be. God wants us individually to give us individual glory. He wants your individual praise. He wants you to know that He has His thoughts and His minds on you no matter what you're going through. But you got to respect and go through the process. Y'all yeah. with me? There's a process. It's no way around it. It's no praying your way out of it. Go through the process. God just picked you out and made you special. He told you in his word. And he said, you didn't choose me. I chose you. So if he chose me, he ain't going to bring me this far to lead me. Will he all? Does that make sense? The Bible said there's not a sparrow that falls that God does not know about it. He said, he calls the lilies of the field. He said, if he calls the lily of the field, and he said he makes them look better than Solomon look, what, let's, let's, what at least would he do for me? Remember now, he sent his son to die for me. If he sent his only begotten son to die for me, would he make that much of an investment just to kick me to the curb? Talk back to me, somebody. Would he just kick your I'm, I'm the app. Do you know if someone's the apple of your eye? Come on. That's what God. Now God applied that to a super powerful, doomless power of God. Don't let the individual let you stop from being who you are. Do what God called you to, to be. So God's knowledge of me is individual. I want you to know his knowledge of me is all, always also intimate. His knowledge is also intimate. 
Matthew's gospel says, the very hairs on your head have been numbered. God is taking the time to number hair on your head. I don't, I don't think you're getting that. God is so meticulous about your makeup, Reverend Cook, about you design and how you are made, your image and your life, that God is taking time to count the hair on your head. Amen. Every time you time you take a shower, maybe not me and you, Reverend Cook. <laughs> Every time you take a furrow, take a shower, you got some hair up there. Some of that hair fall out by the towel. So when his hair fall out and get washed down the drain, God got to renumber his head. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Are y'all getting me? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God says, when your strength is about to wear out, God knows when your enemy is almost kept me off my hand. Yes, sir. God knows when your family is trying to do you in. God knows when your co-workers are talking behind your back. God knows when the trap, they have set traps for you. God knows everything about you intimately. And it will not let the devil slip up on you. I know the plans I have for you. The plans is to prosper you and not to harm you. To give you a future and a hope. I don't care what they plan. God has a plan to counteract what they have. I don't care what they design. God is the master of planner and designer. God cannot plan without design any trap. God says no weapon formed against you. He can cook shall across your greatest heat that is in you. That he that is in the world. We are more than conquerors through him that has made us. Who have loved us. The Lord is our light and our salvation. Of whom shall we fear? The Lord is the strength of our life. Of whom shall we be afraid? You don't have to worry about that. Because in the time of trouble, he will hide us in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle. He will hide us. So when we go through as leaders and we go through as church members, don't you forget what God's mind has on you. God is also aware. He's paying attention. God sees the birds of the air, the clothes, the lilies of the field, I tell you. But don't you think that I have a father? does not know what we need. Yes. God knows us individually, intimately, but I want you to know something. Because he is God, his thoughts are on us are infinite. Mm -hmm. wow. Psalms 39 says, well, where can I go from you, your spirit, or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend into heaven, he's there. If I make my bed in hell, he is there. If I take the wings of the morning and fly to the uttermost parts of the sea, God is there. God is also preserving me. God preserving us, not because of, because of me holding his hand, because if he allowed me just to hold his hand, my grip loosens up. But God holds my hand, so my hand will not slip out of his. And at times God has to reach out to hold my hand, I'm being stubborn, don't want to take his hand. God will snatch my hand sometimes. Thank you, Jesus. I need to know somebody here can witness that God will snatch your hand and hold on to you. You don't want to hold on to him. Your closest friends don't want to be around you, but God wants to be around you. God lets you know, and I want to let you know that God said that he will never leave you nor forsake you. He said that he'll make you weak, make you strong when you are weak. He said he'll work all things together for your good. He said, just keep your hands in my hand. He said, remember, my thoughts are good for you. I'm going to give you a future and a hope. He said, I'm working things out for your good. So he said, continue to do the work. That's why he told Israel, build houses, 
that you're true and married, have children, plant your gardens, in the middle of your stuff, yes. keep doing what you call to do. Yes. It may feel like you're in lockdown, but keep doing what you call to do. Yes. You can't quit. The Bible says, he who takes up the cross and then want to put it down, it's not worthy of the kingdom. Yeah. I'm a little witty. You can feel like quitting, yeah. but you can't quit now. Yeah. You got to keep on keeping on. And don't tell me you're going to run and say, do you see what the end going to be? You know what the end going to be. Yeah. A crown. Yeah. Some wings. Yeah. A long white robe with some gold and slippers. Yeah. Can I get a witness in here? Yeah. And I'm the one right now, I, Amos, I gotta keep the air conditioned, 68 degrees in my house, I can't deal with hell, I gotta be in heaven when the streets are paying with gold. With the rain and the lamb is the light of the world. Oh God, it's me. I wanna be cool, calm, and collected in heaven. Doesn't make any sense. I've kept you long enough, gotta get up out of here. God told me, say, you got to hold on. Forget those things like the Apostle Paul said, that are behind you. Paul said, I'm forgetting those things that are behind me. And I'm going to press toward the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. He said that I'm going to keep on keeping on. Because he said, for me to live is Christ. But to die is gain. So I don't care what the world can bring to me. Whatever the world brings me to, God can take me through. So we need to learn how to hold on, y'all. Because the thoughts of God on you, his people, the leaders of this church, the members of this church, hold on. Don't look what it looks, don't look at what it looked like. Look at what God said he's gonna do. Are y'all hearing me? I'm telling you this for a reason. Must continue to hold on. You must be faithful. You must get a radical sense of thought to be sold out to the Lord Jesus Christ. You must sow yourself yourself out to Him. There's no other way. You know, but take you half, fifty percent, ninety-nine and a half. God wants all of you. Stand in faith.
you told us and you enable us to hate sin, but you have not told us to hate one another. Help us, oh God, to not to allow Satan to deceive us. That we fight among each other. Because he will deceive us, even the saints sometimes. To not to recognize the joy, the peace, and the power and the authority that we have in Jesus. Keep us, guide us, lead us to the everlasting. We ask that you enable us, oh God, just encircle us round about. Even when we're weak, when we are ready to give up, help us to recognize that there is power, there is authority in the name of Jesus. It's you that made us. It's you that have saved us. Help us not to think that now that we are saved, that we can be lost. Help us to recognize that even in John 3.16, that you said that you would give us eternal life. You didn't say that maybe we would get into the kingdom. We already have eternal life. Help us to know that because we believe in you. We know that you're already keeping this church. We all know that you're keeping our shepherd, our leaders. But we need to know that. Help us as Ephesians 6 and 10 say, Be strong in the Lord by the power of your might. Not our might, but by the power of your might. Help us to put on the whole arm of God. Keep us, guide us to that will everlasting. Help us to be strong even when we are threatened. Help us to be strong even when Satan tells us to be weak. Help us to know that you are God when Satan tells us that you're not. Help us to know, oh God, that Satan can flee from us if we declare it so in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you for love. Thank you for peace. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for your word. Promote healing in our bodies, minds, and souls. Help us to be steadfast. Creating us a common heart. Renewing us the right spirit. Purge us of all of our uncleanness that we might grow and mature to that perfect man. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you.
Amen. 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 Strong is praise, man of God, with us. Amen. Thank God for that. Amen. And I thank God for each and every one of you today. Okay, let me bless the uh, the uh, celebrate celebrate our birthday for this month today. We have the cake and the refreshments in the back. I'm gonna bless that to the uh, benediction and we'll go home. Amen. 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 I thank God for your faithfulness and staying with us through it all. Stand up. Amen. Amen. Father God, we ask you to bless this food that we are about to receive from that mountain. Let the hands that I provided them and prepared them. Father God, let them to nourish them only to their bodies. And Father God, we bless those birthdays. We celebrate this morning. They can see many more in you, Lord. And Jesus, let me pray. Amen. Evermore, and let the church say, God is broken. God is broken.